Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to episode 96 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm Esther Newman, your host, and in this episode, Holly and I have a bit of a confession to make because my Mac crashed halfway through this and we had to re-record what was actually a ludicrously funny half an hour talking about wine drinking. So we hastily recorded another podcast and this is the result. We start off talking about various skin conditions and let us know if you can sympathise here, as I think that as well as being hormonally charged, I'm pretty sure that my eczema flares up depending on the weather. Moving on, we chat about afternoon drinking, adapting training plans and running when we shouldn't really run. We also talk about running for charity, how it offers us an additional goal, but can also give us that additional pressure. And then it's time for part two of our Esther and Holly quiz. And we are utterly giddy with joy about this. So apologies for our excitement. Holly goes all packs on me and is the quiz master and is testing my very slack knowledge on everything from running records to running history. And I have to say now, I'm not sure I did very well. Please do the quiz along with me and let us know who you want us to quiz next on wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk because this has been my most favourite episode of all time. If you like this podcast, you will love Women's Running Magazine. Right now, it's our summer sale. Hurrah! That means if you become a member of Women's Running Plus right now, you can get your hands on your first issue of Women's Running for just a pound. Holly and I are very excited about this. Get yourself along to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRSS22POD at the checkout and you can have a shiny new copy of Women's Running for a quid. My eczema is 
just fucking oh, mine's really bad at the moment as well is it? i didn't realize you had eczema yeah well i think mine's psoriasis i don't quite know what it is because i get it in little circular patches ah yeah and it also goes on my head and then it's really embarrassing and i look like i've got awful dandruff which <laughs> actually is exactly what it is oh god <laughs> Yeah, no, I get but it's not smelly old man dandruff. It's it's clinically caused dandruff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get patches of I get patches of eczema that move around my body. So um, I had it as like a, almost like a kind of um, bib just down by my pants on the front oh. on my on my stomach, and then that's gone, and then it moved basically to my lower back. Mm. So then I had a patch there, and I've still kind of got that to an extent, but now it's moved to my arm. So I've got it. On my arm, yeah, and I, I just, yeah. oh, for God's sake, it's really my arm's a classic place to have it as well. I've just got a, a patch that's kind of clearing up, so it's really scaly. That's mine's scaly. Yeah, it's nasty when that happens, isn't it? I'm just gonna move my microphone closer. Um, but yeah, my mine generally, my whole life has kind of appeared in the same places, and I oh, thought really? I had some sort of awful disease when I was a child because, and I still have it now when I get in the shower, it varies. It depends how, how scratchy the psoriasis or whatever it is, eczema is at the time. Yeah. But I get red patches that will be in sort of like little crop circles almost. Really? How interesting. Yeah. And I always was like, what on earth are those? I Am I dying? Yeah. But I think it's just the patches of, cause those are the scaly patches. So I think when they get hot, they do. Yeah in the shower then they go quite they go bright red and mess and then they're scaly and itchy afterwards yeah that's really weird i have when i go in the shower i have markings that come up on the back of my neck yeah um and they're always in the same pattern same (gasps) what is that are we weird please if anyone knows what that is what is that? It's really strange. And they're like so red probably about two inches long i get about three or four of them and they're a kind Mm. of in a weird yeah like a little pattern but it's recognizably a pattern because it's always the same thing every time yeah. and it comes on with the, yeah, the heat of a shower or a bath or whatever and then it goes away same bizarre chest and arms do the same oh, do and is it yeah. in a pattern is it a weird pattern you get yeah the chest one i don't notice quite so much that's a bit rarer but the arms for sure are like i mean weirdly i can see the pattern mm. now because i can see where the where the um dry patches are yeah um and I can make them it's like little circles and I can make them better on like by by moisturizing them but it doesn't stop the fact that if I'm in a hot shower for a long time and it's sort of flary uppy thing of them then they will be bright red I don't think there's anything that you that you can if it is an eczema or psoriasis or something I don't don't think there's anything you can do is there it's just this it doesn't happens. feel mine doesn't go itchy, but it and oh, they'll it'll come up when I also when I do a really hot run, so it'll come up yeah. then. So it's when my body is hot, then it just comes up this kind of me I too. When I do a, when I drink out. a pint of cider very, very quickly on a Saturday yeah. afternoon in a beer garden, I also get it, which is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, but, sorry, Dave pointed so Dave's clocked it yeah. before, yeah, he's mm. clocked, yeah, he just sort of like, what, what is that? And it's like, and I, I remember at the time just going. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just my thing that comes up when it's, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like litmus paper or something. I don't know. It just, it just goes like that. Yeah. No idea what it is. Hot water touches it. That's what happens. Oh, God, I need to ask Juliet. What is it? Exactly the same. Okay, let's ask Juliet. Unless I get a bit scared about stuff like that. As I've mentioned before, I like Um, to go to the doctors 
for reassurance and reassurance alone. I don't actually want to hear after you've WebMD'd everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to actually hear whether it's if it's something bad. Just just don't <sighs> only tell me if it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. I get, and but I just I would like to know what it is. I'd love to know what it is. It's so weird. It does. It looks ever so slightly as if I've been kind of whipping myself in the back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's really, yeah, it's a very strange set of alien yeah. markings. Same with mine. It's very alien. It literally mm. looks like they're sort of little, little blobs and they're different sizes. And it's very, very strange. And that's without fail. My chest yeah. won't always go. Yeah. But the arms always will yeah, go. No, it's, it's always my back. It's always the top. Yeah. Just well, not the back. I mean, like it's just underneath my neck. Really, it's really weird. But um, oh, so strange. Strange. I've, I've, li- I've never spoken to anybody about that. Before, Nor have so I. I. No. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Now we know. Now oh we God. know. Um. For the listener as well, here Hello. we are. Yeah. We must admit, re-recording this section because we are re-recording. We spoke on on Friday, Friday. at yeah. length about what wine we were really looking forward to having that evening, and then yeah. we accidentally got rid of that. So, unfortunately, um, that means that you don't have twenty five minutes of us talking about Sauvignon Blanc, which was really funny. Um, I- and I that, hate it when it's really funny, and, and it's happened twice now, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Where a really classic episode or chunk of an episode has just gone chocolate. lost to the world. Well, lost, none of us lost. will ever know. No, because um, I can't remember what we talked. No, we did. We did talk about what what running and stuff we were doing, um, mm. but I I can't talk about Sauvignon Blanc because it's too far away from my next glass. I so, know that was the point. The conversation started because it was I think we were recording at about half past 11 yeah. and Esther knew exactly how many hours it was until she was going <laughs> to be able to have her glass with Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> now it's not that no. exciting really. I'm not having I'm also, a glass of wine till Friday. So No, I I, def- I shouldn't have a glass of wine. I definitely shouldn't have one tonight because I roguely had a <gasps> lot of glasses of wine yesterday. I don't do Sunday drinking usually. But I went to, I know because it's lovely sunny weather and I went for, um, one of my friends had been on a date with someone who owns a brewery. <gasps> so we were like, oh, let's go and check out the brewery and stalk him a little bit, you know, yeah, see yeah. what, check it out, just yeah. get the lay of the land. Um, and, uh, we were like, well, we must have a pint. That's yeah. only polite. <laughs> and then we went a bit wild and we were like, should we go for another one? And we just had a, we just had a few pints on a Sunday afternoon. And that meant that last night when I was going to bed, I was slightly hung over uh, because I had about three pints yeah. just in the afternoon and I hadn't kept it going. I should have probably just kept drinking, but I didn't have the foresight to do that. And it was a Sunday. So I went home and, you know, got my stuff together for the week and, had dinner and had water and then suddenly went, oh, I feel a bit sick at 9pm. <laughs> it was really weird. It was lush. Haven't, haven't done a bit of day drinking in ages. Oh, day drinking. Day drinking is nice, but I do like to follow it up with evening drinking. So I do I. And yeah. that's why I think you must do, I learned a lesson that you must do your day drinking on a Saturday yes. because on a, doing it on a Sunday meant that I couldn't really, I did consider because Doug had a couple of, couple of tinnies. Mm in when I got home and I thought I could just keep going but I thought I can't it's Sunday and what if I'm really hungover for work tomorrow and it it just wouldn't it would have been a bit of a disaster so I think you have to you have to couple day drinking with with the evening drink. and you, and you need to plow on through as well you can't pause 
no full commitment wedding drinking wedding drinking yeah yeah Yeah, because um when I when I drink on a Friday when I have my my first amazing glass of wine Mm. I have to follow up very swiftly with the second glass of wine and then there is never a third one because at that point I have to put the kids to bed and I do that bit and I read them books and then we argue about bedtime and it goes on and on and on and on. By the mm. time I come back down, I'm like, now I've had enough of this. And then um, because that, and that pause makes me stop drinking. And then I have to have a herbal tea and go to bed with a flannel on my head. That's basically my Friday <laughs> night. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> that was my, that was my Saturday night this week, which is why I think I felt emboldened to do some Sunday drinking because yeah. I had, I was really excited after our chats. I did actually have some Sauv Blanc on my, some Savvy B on my Friday. Lovely. Um, and that was fine. I, I think I had a couple of glasses of that. Yeah. But then on Saturday, I was like, oh, it's been lovely weather. I've got nothing on tomorrow. I'm going to have another drink. And I had a beer and then I felt, I, I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but I just got a funny migrainey thing, just a random headache. Yeah. didn't seem to be sort of quelled by anything that like I couldn't however much water I drank or paracetamol I took it just wasn't going anywhere yeah. and I was like I could pursue this and keep on having a few beers even though I will probably it probably won't make it any better or I could concede and I conceded and I just had one beer on a Saturday night and I was like well I've got to make up for this somehow yeah. <laughs> so I think that's and why I did. was emboldened and I did anyway how was no, your uh, no, no problems here. Everybody's very okay with their relationship. With alcohol, we are. We do, we have a com- very comfortable relationship. But must admit, I do really look forward to it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But um, tell me, tell me about your running. How's that been going? Um. Yeah. What did I tell you in that episode that we deleted You'd been for a run at least, haven't you? I'm sure you have. No, I don't think I had at that oh. point oh. because I was still a bit nervous about my tattoo. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which I think we've already talked about in a previous episode we had. I think we've covered that but off. that was, uh, there wasn't much to tell you about my running at that point because uh, we okay. had been for, um, because it, it, we we recorded only sort of two, two days between, so I hadn't done anything. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I also didn't run over the weekend. I have been to a spin class and Good that job. was all fine in terms of the tattoo. It didn't fall off with all the sweat. <laughs> I think now that that's happened, I'm I'm brave and I'm emboldened and I'm feeling confident enough that I can probably go for a run and it's, I'm not going to sweat it off because spinning Smashing. is probably slightly sweatier. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think so I haven't got really anything yeah. in the way to, to report to you about, about running, sadly, well, which well, is the point of this podcast. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the, what, what, the one thing that we I remember that we talked about um, – at length, I think, in the bit that didn't work, um, mm. is the fact that your half marathon, so you're training for the bath half, which is uh, end of October, isn't it? Or yeah. mid, mid. Um, and so your your kind of 12-week training plan starts in about a month, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that my marathon training plan, which is, so the marathon is the 2nd of October, it wasn't the 4th, which I think we said before. Um, my training plan for that starts this week. Um, yes, it has it begun because it's Monday today. Uh, has well, it begun? I still haven't printed out the training plan, and I still haven't made it fit me yet. Oh yeah, because um, yeah, that's one of the things we're talking about in in, yeah. the, in the lost episode. We <laughs> Esther had just come back from a ten miler. I had on a Friday morning where she shifted her day around a bit to be able to 
I don't yeah. know why I'm talking about you in the third person. I'm speaking it's to okay. the listener about still you here. when you're here. Still here. Um, still here. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so, like last week, so uh, oh, I have such nerves about this. So, I, I do want to get a running coach on to ask, ask some questions about marathon training. Um, and I'm going to try and organize that for the next couple of weeks. Um, we really need to think about, yeah. So, we've, we've talked about our training before, but um, I am, I've got, lots of maranoia and I haven't even actually started my marathon training. <laughs> I am obsessed with maranoia. Oh I've never heard that. Well that's actually it's usually more focused on maranoia is something that would come in more normally in your taper. So you okay. just think, oh hang on a minute, I've put in all the training but I haven't run the distances in the last two weeks. Yeah. And so then you think, oh I can't do it. Um, so that's when you have to start focusing on trusting the training kind of thing. But right now, so my training should be starting this week. Um, and the way my running is, is that I've tried to keep up a kind of 10 to 13 mile long run at weekends. And I'm doing about three runs during the week, but they're not, um, they, they don't have any kind of structure to them. They're just a run. Um, so I need to start making those runs more meaningful. Um, and uh, I need to start thinking about the long run a bit as well. Um, so I'm kind of, I am, I'm, I'm really nervy and I've been, mm. I've printed out about three, well, not printed out, but I'm, I'm consulting about three different training plans and trying to make them work for me so that the, the long run is the right kind of distance. And there's not too many runs in there because I, I think one of the things we were talking about was that there's a training plan I was looking at and it, it was suggesting I was doing six runs a week, which I think that was the one in the pre, in, in last week's episode. I we, was it. Yeah, so oh. I think we did talk. I think that made it to air. I did it. I did but, it. Okay, but, right. But no, but it's still it's still relevant because I think we did carry on talking about it and basically yeah. how how practically you fit that kind of a kind of thing in. I know because so it's just I, not gonna. Yeah, and I re- I really don't want to do that. So so it's kind of I I do I still need to have a look and I still need to figure out my training plan and I and I kind of I like some professional advice from someone to, to just sort of kind of talk me through what I devised for myself to make sure it's kind of right. I think one of the things I've decided is that um, for one of my technical runs, I'm going to go to the gym and do it on treadmill as much as I really don't want to mm-hmm. do it. But Bath is so hilly, it's really impossible to do things like um, interval speed training stuff. I mean, interval hill training, fine, but interval speed training, yeah. you can't because you, if you want to do like 100 metres of, of sprint you're gonna hit a hill and that's gonna derail it would derail me anyway so I think for yeah, one of for my sure. runs a week I think I'm gonna try and do interesting yeah. are you nervous about I'm not trying to put this in your head I'm just I'm interested in your thoughts yeah. because I would be a bit nervous about going to the gym bit of the gym because when I go to the gym go I go faster? to the safe bit of the gym yeah. where everybody is friendly and they just want to do some sort of gentle stretching and yeah it's it's relatively female friendly the spin class I go to is about 50 50 but Mm. anything like pilates or that kind of stuff is usually quite quite female heavy I get very nervous when I have to go fill my water bottle up I have to go into the main gym bit and even just walking in there I go I get, I get a bit scared, but yes. sorry, I didn't mean to put that in your head. No, no, um, you're absolutely right. I do, I do get that. And, um, uh, like for instance, you know, like when you get onto a treadmill that you are unfamiliar with, like, and I, which I haven't done very often, 
Mm. Um, I was going to say, I don't think I really do know, not no. for a long time. Well, I, I haven't, well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't go to the gym unless it's a spin class, but it's kind of, I did this when we were, oh, oh it was when I was at the National Running Show and they had a gym at the hotel and, um, and it was um, during um, Red January. So I had to put in a run. Yeah. And I went down early doors and went on a treadmill and there were, there was a chap running next to me on the treadmill and it was a tiny little gym. So I think there were only two or three treadmills anyway. Um, and I got onto the treadmill and I, I, I couldn't figure out how to sync my, um, my headphones to the, so it was one where you could sync your headphones to the thing and, and watch TV. And I couldn't figure out how to do that. And it was, it was such a weird Thing to feel, How I felt bizarre. quite helpless. I felt like I so could you can just watch like home bar homes under the hammer or something. In theory, but I think actually what I needed to do was kind of get a code from somewhere and do this, that, and the other. But I felt entirely unable to ask for help from the guy next yeah. to me because I yeah. was not doing that. And Andy was running. To be fair, I wouldn't want someone asking me how to, you know, for technical support while I was in the middle of a run. That would be mm. totally inappropriate. Um, so yeah, it's kind of. I don't like that aspect of it, getting on a treadmill and not quite knowing what buttons to press and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, Maybe they also- need sort of floaters, if you pardon the expression, <laughs> at gyms that can yeah. just go around and and, yeah. and make sure help? everyone's all right. Yeah, because yeah. I do agree that asking asking in the middle of something, it feels odd because if somebody asked you, you'd be a bit like, oh, bloody hell, sorry, what's going on? And yeah. it would throw you off. Yeah. And also asking a man in the yeah, gym yeah. when I already feel quite intimidated by men in the gym and I feel like maybe that's sort of men's dominion sometimes and it makes yeah. me a bit nervous I wouldn't want to feel like I had to ask a man yeah how to do things and I would feel like I was really just bringing the movement down <laughs> yeah I'm I, I yeah I hear you I hear you it's yeah. really, I just don't I don't want to ask for help and mm-hmm. I don't want to ask a man for help so um yeah. But yeah, I think um, oh, I remember one thing that we were talking about on Friday. It's because on Friday I did my, that 10 mile run and it was really, really uncomfortable and I hated six miles of it. And um, oh, yeah, and the, that was what you, you remember. About. And the, mm. the two things that were significant there was that one of them was that I did most of it on road um, or pavement and I didn't like it. And the other thing about it was that it was my third run on the trot. So um, I think I was really knackered. I also yeah. think I was hormonally, I think I'm mid-cycle. And when I ovulate, I know that there is a significant change in my kind of energy levels and stuff. Anyway, yeah. uh, also I've been sleeping like shit. And I had like, on fr- I was just so, so tired. And I remember speaking to you on Friday and just feeling like, you know, like a like a hangdog. Just like, yeah. oh, God. Um, and I feel and so you, much- you had a sore, you had a sore arm as well. I did, I did from have a sore arm. How's that doing? Mm, still hurts a bit when I do it like this. So it's slightly less bad than it did on on Friday. Yeah. So just so gotta not do I'm, that. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I think also I went. I tell you, this was nice. So because I did my long run on Friday, mm. I did boot camp on Saturday, and then yesterday I wasn't going to run. And at the very last minute, at four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, I'm going for a run. Oh, a spontaneous run. Spontaneous. The best. Yeah. And it was lovely and great. And it was four miles and it was fine. 
Mm. Um, and I've done a little trot today because it was running club today. But I mean, today was like it's two miles walk run, so it was it's kind of nothing. But um, I'm yeah. thinking of I'm still in my running gear, so I'm considering. Yeah, I'm actually no, I, I have put a real life t shirt on, but I'm in my pajama bottoms. Oh, good girl. Um, oh, thank you. Living the Zoom dreamer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I might um, I might go for another couple of miles before our, all our meetings kick in this afternoon. Um, but that, yeah, nice. yeah. And then tomorrow, spin. Tomorrow, Yay! spin. So I do remember us discussing on Friday. Yeah. Um, that we that you, it seemed like maybe you had slightly burnt yourself out to a point of over exercising yes. yes i do yeah I do. how I are I you do. feeling about that this week loads better are Lo- you loads better because because the long run it was the long run that wiped me out and um yeah and and i think three runs on a trot is not is not great and i think what i need to do is yeah two runs on a trot is fine three runs can't do so lessons learned and yes. yeah cool yeah. nice that's how it's um, meant to be isn't it i think so and i just i do need to speak i want to speak to a running coach um or 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 actually we were talking about getting like maybe anna harding on because she's trained for so many marathons now and i get her advice I do a on, bit of a marathon training boot camp yes yeah oh and, okay and, yeah Let's and then and she can help us with half and full marathons yeah there's gonna be loads of people that are training for marathons for the autumn or, or staring it in the face and i'm Ugh. just so worried because i'm getting all the emails from london marathon saying your training should have started now and i'm like oh I my know. god what am i supposed to do i know so, i've had a few i tell you what i'm actually hugely nervous about what? is the, the fundraising because i completely oh. forgot that i'm doing mine for charity yeah because i signed up for it how i, I still feel weirdly like this isn't going to happen this half marathon because it's not happened so many times yeah um i don't think it'll be cancelled again but if it is i think that'll be the fourth cancellation it's been mad hasn't it yeah it has been a bit crazy and i think um so i'm sure it'll happen this time Mm. um but my main concern is i i decided i was going to do it for the stroke association a few years ago and i've done absolutely nothing since in the way of trying to raise any money or raise any awareness at all and now I kind of probably need to start pulling my socks off a bit because I've only got six months. Less than six months. Six months. months. It's not six months. I haven't got, got six months. I've got six months. Five? Four? Don't four? Know, it's not four, is it? Oh, God. Hang on, we're June, aren't we? July, August, September, October. Yeah, that feels a lot further away, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> cut out me saying six because I sound like a mug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm keeping it in. Um, so, um... So you need to start fundraising. Start fundraising now. Just ch- get, get, just giving up. Um, because because the earlier the better. I know. And then, I think I feel a bit guilty because I've already fundraised for doing a half marathon, and that was the first time I'd done a half marathon. And so people yeah. were interested in it the first time, but now yeah. it's like, oh, she's doing another bloody half. Who cares? Ah, yes, but you forget fundamentally about people and giving money to charity. You mm. forget, which I've done before, that. People like giving money to charity and finding an excuse to give money to charity. Yeah, it's, I suppose it's not really about me doing my half marathon, no, is it? It's anybody no. who might have been affected by that that and, and or not who even wants that. to support. Exactly, because um, I think that, uh, I remember running. Uh, I remember training for a half marathon whenever that was. I mean, bloody years ago now, eighteen years ago, and I never ever ran it because I got a stress fracture in my foot. 
Mm. Um, but by that stage, I'd got over £300 worth of donations to whatever charity I was running for, which I think was, it might have been Macmillan. I can't remember. Mm. Um, uh, and, and I yeah raised all this cash and I never ran the thing. And I felt absolutely dreadful about it. But that, it, that's no, not the yeah. point. The point is the fundraising. Everyone yeah, wants to give. aren't going to go. Oh, I'm so go, oh my god, ten pounds to Macmillan. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They, they they want their money to go to Macmillan, and yeah. the, the joy with something like just giving is it's not you know you don't have your sponsorship form anymore, and you have to go and knock on people's doors and ask for a tenner because you've done like you know ten lengths of a pool. You can just get the money and it goes straight to Macmillan and or, or the Stroke Association or whatever. And um, yeah, people people want to give money to charity, so I think it's um it's worth yeah yeah start now start now and and don't feel weird about it okay because I, I was okay. thinking about doing that because my my London Marathon place um I've been lucky enough to be basically given I mean everyone that runs the London Marathon has to mm. pay for it so I've paid for it but I've been lucky enough to not have to go through a ballot and to to run it and I'm not running it for a charity but I have been thinking about running for a charity anyway um it yeah. just it just it takes a bit of the pressure off that I'm not running for a charity to run the marathon because I know that people have to raise huge amounts of money um to get their place basically yeah um, you have to guarantee that you're going to raise like however many hundreds of pounds um and I'm, yeah yes I think yeah. I had to guarantee 200 which I'm sure I'll be able to raise absolutely fine I'm gonna get a classic bit of an x-factor sob story out <laughs> I think you should do the personal that's story what you have to do you do you do. But you're right as well. It's more than just a personal story. People really do genuinely yeah. want to give to causes that they care about. Yeah. And um, every, do you, do, do you know what I was going to say? Every little helps. Every I little sound does like help, a yeah. Tesco spokesperson, but <laughs> it, it really does, doesn't it? I don't think they're going to, yeah. as long as you raise your amount that you've pledged to raise, I don't think they're yeah. going to be like, oh, what a shit donation. No, and, like, and because, you know, no, absolutely. It's... And like when you talk about the sub story as well, when people are raising for charity, then usually they're raising money because of the re- that the charity is meaningful to them in one way mm. or another. Um, although I was going to say one thing that really gets on my tits is mm. when you pay for petrol in the petrol station. Yeah. Have you ever had this experience that you go to pay for your petrol and when you pay with your card on the card reader it says would you like to give and it's something nominal like a pound or two pounds to charity would you like to give two pounds to charity mm-hmm. yes or no and I feel like the biggest bitch in the world when I press oh, the no I button. regularly joke have to joke about it because I feel so awkward where I'd be like oh I'm did. gonna be a horrible bitch and say yeah. no because I, I don't know what to do yeah well, because I don't know which friggin charity it goes to no so what charity? And also, don't, don't do how this much it costs to fill your tank at the moment? Oh, don't even get me started. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I know, I'm not saying that that means that charities don't need money, but <laughs> no, why I'm, on earth do you think it's a good idea when I've just spent £100 on filling my tank and my eyes are just watering with yeah, I know, stress, right? sadness, yeah. everything, that that is the moment to ask me if I would like to give to charity 
of, of a charity of not my choice. A charity, <laughs> a t- but you don't know what the, the charity could be like. No, you could really disagree with them moral values. It could be you the could... NRS. I mean, you know, we have yeah. no idea. Put a little sign up to say this is going to go to bath cats and dogs or yeah. Julian and then in House that case, or... I'm afraid I would probably go. Okay, that's lovely, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of people. But yeah. like. I would rather spend my money on humans at the moment or whatever. Yeah. At least that yeah. would give me a bit of an opportunity. But yeah, do you know but more people give to chatty. donkey sanctuaries than women's sanctuaries? Don't even get me started. On I know, that. it makes me so angry. Don't even get me started. Yeah. If you're somebody out there who does like supporting donkey sanctuaries and stuff, of course it's no... Mm. But... You know, yeah, I know, really I know, know I know. <laughs> I, I have a relative who I shall not name, and um, who is entirely wonderful. Who did a bit of work at one point for um, a charity. I'm going to keep everything completely benign now. I'm not going to say exactly mm-hmm. what it is, but I remember her saying about how particular charities, and they tend to be so. It's charities for animals and children do especially mm-hmm. well. Charities for women do especially badly. Um, charities for anyone that looks different so weirdly I know that scope will not get anywhere near the amount of funding that something like the RNLI does RNLI gets masses yeah um yeah and it's kind of yeah it's it's what's seen as an acceptable thing to anyway oh I'm gonna I could get really cross let's stop getting cross I'm really cross about this. This is interesting, though, because we've never spoken about charity stuff on the pod before, I don't think. And it's a really important part of quite a lot of people's running. It's true. Uh, Unless you really are in a niche of people that you run a lot because you want to run, which, Mm. you know, I think we sort of teetered on the edge of sometimes. But generally, I'm still a little bit of a, I'm not going to part with, you know, 50 60 quid for a race ticket I would rather raise some money for charity and pay mm-hmm. a bit less and and do it for I find it motivating to have a, a nice cause rather than necessarily just my own pain yeah. um but yeah it's a bit it's a big part of what we what we do comes yeah. hand in hand with it sometimes and it is we've, don't think we've spoken about it yet but yeah that's my yeah. that's my beef is that yeah I know more and, and- people uh, donkeys are lovely but you know, they'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's kind of like, yeah, I remember the first time I ran, I, I did run for Women's Aid. And mm. they back then, they were so, so tiny. And, yeah. and whatever I raised, which wouldn't have been huge amounts, I don't think, um, I know was a significant, uh, they just didn't have the marketing, they didn't have the fundraising, they didn't have the capacity to to raise enormous amounts of money to support the women that they supported yeah I mean all charities I mean they're there because they don't get the funding that they should be getting yeah. in any case yeah. from the government, whether it's right? a donkey sanctuary or yeah. you know so basically uh, it's it's they are it's gaps in government spending that's what charities mm-hmm. there for so I could get myself cross tied up in that I remember that my mum back in the day would say don't give to charity because all you're doing is supporting a system that that shouldn't be there yeah, I mean, um, I have to admit, I felt like this might be slightly controversial, and I definitely am not knocking any of the work that that he did during the time. But I felt that about the Captain Tom thing, and I didn't donate to that mm. because I felt really cross about the idea that this should that the NHS we already pay taxes to go towards the NHS, and yeah. it's it's not it's 
it, it, we shouldn't be going, oh, we're happy to keep subsidising that. Like we should be going, no, it's your responsibility to use that funding appropriately and, and you're not. Yeah. And and so I'm not going to continue to support your misuse of that funding. Yes, it's very peculiar, isn't it? It's yeah. peculiar when, when you get government figures supporting charities mm. when you think, ha- no, hang on a minute, this this shouldn't this shouldn't be happening that you know charities for cancer research charities for women's refuges charities for donkey sanctuaries they shouldn't need to exist Mm. um but they do they have to exist because there is not enough funding and i understand that they have to and i certainly understand four things potentially like um donkey sanctuaries and bath cats and dogs home and things like that 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 i understand there isn't sometimes the public spend for rehoming all of the dogs and cats that we would like to and stuff I do I definitely understand and there are definitely charities that I love I love supporting but I do I do completely get what you mean it does feel very frustrating yeah you have to have charities for some particular things that just seem so paramount like cancer research yeah that it's like but this is so vital aren't aren't we putting aren't we it shouldn't have to rely on me feeling generous someday no exactly to, to be funding this stuff. Anyway, Helen <gasps> is a charity expert. Do you get to <laughs> Oh, God. I always worry if we go off on too much of a political tangent that people are going to hate us. I know, I know. But, you know, we do welcome the conversation, whether yeah. it's bitching about Tory MPs or whether it's bitching <laughs> about, um, about, you know, I've had a mind blank. But, oh, it was Harriers, wasn't it? I love when people respond and go oh actually you know I I find it really interesting I think in fact we we, you said to me at the beginning of this no letters I'm not going to read a full letter but I just needed to update everybody on the Tory MP scandal oh yeah (laughs) it's not don't we we still don't know who the who the MP is so don't worry we're not doing any naming and shaming but um I just wanted to let you know that we had an email from Claire yeah. who said that she runs at the local park run in Doncaster. It's Cusworth Hall Park Run. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Cusworth Hall Park Run. And um, that she runs with Ed Miliband, and he's very polite and also surprisingly <laughs> fast. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah, we know like- it's not, I mean, he, we knew anyway, but yeah. it's definitely not Ed Miliband. Right. Okay. Okay. He's not the spitter. Let's. No. Um, we need to know who runs with MPs. Of, of I know anyone else run with MPs. Yeah. Anyone else see anyone famous at your park runs? That's yeah. the question. Because my mum once saw some Olympic um, rowing bloke. I'll ask yeah. her about it properly for next time, so I have more anecdotes. Yeah, because I do see. I see, I see on on, on Instagram, I see loads of, uh, well, not I see loads, but but like, you know, famous people that we kind of have slightly rubbed shoulders with in the past, like now McAndrew and she runs yeah. Park Run, Joe Pavey runs Park Run. But I mean, I would be, I, I don't know. I, I've not seen anyone famous in Bath Park Run. Neither have I. But, um, yeah, maybe. No. I, I don't, don't even really know anyone who does the, apart from, apart from John, our our CEO. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else does the spark run in Bath that we really know. No, not do I, I don't but think. Let's keep let's all keep our eyes peeled. And I famous would love people. To, yeah. yeah. Let us know if you spot any famous faces at your park runs and please let us know if 
like our lovely previous listener, who I'm afraid I haven't got her email up in front of us. Yeah. It's a spitting Tory MP. Yeah. We want to hear about it. We want to hear about if it. If it's lovely Ed Miliband being surprisingly <laughs> fast and very pregnant. Apparently he always thanks his vol- the volunteers and never forgets his barcode. We oh, love him. The perfect park runner. Perfect park runner. <laughs> so whether they're an Ed Miliband or a nasty Tory, do let us know. Shh, stop pinning your doodles to the flag, Holly. I know, sorry. It can be any MP. Of any, any it can flavor. literally be any MP. Yeah, it could literally be an MP. I'm sure there are plenty of nasty, spitty other MPs as well. Exactly. We might might find out about like a green MP or a green councillor or something who's been spitting all over the place. Exactly. You know, so you know, you can you never can tell with bees, as my mother would say. I know that makes no sense, but um, no, no, I (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I I still. It's, it's a Winnie the Pooh reference. Um, so um, in a sec, we are going to have um, a bit more chat. We're going to have um, um, Holly's made me a quiz. I made Esther a quiz that we managed, yeah. thank God, to not delete the files of. Because Def- I've definitely got that. But it, there, there might, it might be a bit of a weird transition between our talk now and that talk then. But we're going to do it. I'm going to squeeze it I in know. somehow. But please forgive we're us. Back in time to Friday. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> it's gonna be a bit weird. So sorry about that. But um but yeah, more 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 talking shit and and quizzes and quizzing sound after the break. Yeah. Holly, let's talk about Patreon because let's. we're on Patreon. <laughs> we are yeah. indeed. After much discussion about its pronunciation, we've settled on yeah. Patreon and we'd love you to join us there. We would. We would. We and how much does it cost? How much does it cost? So it can literally be as little as £2 a month. Um, £2. And we're not even just going to uh, give you our undying love, which is a given, no. of course. Yes. You're also going to receive a special workout PDF with all sorts of helpful tips and tricks for your next workout on there. Um, If you want to join us for £6 a month, um, which obviously is a little bit more, you'd still get the same, the undying love, maybe even a little bit more of it. Plus, I think a bit more love, yeah. And you can also send us a question and be guaranteed that we are going to chat about it on the pod. You we know promise. that we, we love promise. chatting about things anyway, but we promise this time we, for, yeah. the, for the six pounds a month, it'll definitely be on there. <laughs> yeah. um, and if and you the- join us for fifteen pounds a month, which we would be th- there, you're receiving proper top tier undying love. Yeah, oh yeah. That's, um, then that's proper proper agape love for fifteen pounds. Proper month, right? agape love, as discussed. Yes. Uh, then uh, <laughs> you will also receive. Um, a subscription to the digital edition of Women's Running, which we can attest is it's bloody amazing. and it's so yeah. useful. So you can read the mag straight from your phone month. every month. Every single yeah. month. Every single month. Every single month. So, so it's definitely worth that tiny, tiny investment for this amazing podcast where like sometimes, sometimes we talk about running, right? Very occasionally. I don't want to say anything more about running. I am bored of running. Do me a quiz. Okay. Can you please play the theme tune of the quiz? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Um, I can't remember which button it was. It might be this one. Hang, hang on. Oh, no. Hang on. Hang on. I can't do that because I'm all... It's all set up to my bloody headphones, isn't it? So, oh no, are they going to? Do you want me to use my silly one? No, no, I want to use mine. Yeah, and also oh, because you've got to buzz in. Hang on, hang on. Uh, 
disconnect. Lovely. Doobity doo doo. Is it? Is it this one? Welcome to another episode of the Women's Running Quiz. This week on the hot seat, we've got Esther Newman. How's she gonna do? Thing is, I could actually get Dave to put proper music in. We don't need you. <laughs> but we're doing this. <laughs> but then I couldn't. Oh, I tell you what, I went in with a bit more of a sort of American. You did, I, yeah. I was gonna be. I told you I was gonna be Paxman. You are gonna be Paxman, aren't you? Okay, oh, I'll, God, be, I'll be. I'll be much more condescending. Okay. Esther Newman, hello, welcome to the studio. Hello. I've got several questions for you, and I'm sure you don't know the answers because I'm much cleverer than you. <laughs> I don't like go, go, go. as much. I'll, no. be the jo- I'll be the jolly host again. Okay. Esther Newman, are you feeling lucky today? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you. Is she going to beat last week's contestant? Let's find out. <laughs> First yeah. question on the... On the- Please welcome us to the stage. <laughs> are we losing our minds? Yes, we are. Okay. It's Friday. Go, go. Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Question one. Right. Oh, Jesus. Who holds the British <gasps> women's 5K record? Oh. Is it Eilish? Ding, ding, ding. It's Eilish McColgan. Oh, hang on. Some sound I think it's waiting, waiting for the studio audience to respond. Yes! Okay. It's an immediate 10 points on the board. <laughs> Boom! But, oh, I didn't even buzz in. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Next time, do that. I will. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll let it go, and we still give yeah. you 10 points this time. Thank you. Yes. What if I told you that yeah. if you answer this bonus question correctly, you could double all <gasps> points? Oh, okay, okay. Right, bonus question. This is okay, exciting. bonus question. Yeah. Yes. To the nearest 10 seconds. Yeah. What is Eilish's 5K world record? Oh, that's great. Hang on. That's in. That's the new one. <laughs> Um, the Newman, I... Cambridge Ring Road University. <laughs> Cambridge Ring Road University. <laughs> you could actually just use the name of my actual university. It's so bad. Um, okay. I think it's 3109. No, this is 5K. 3109. Oh, Jesus, that was 10 <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I wrote character then because I thought Sorry. you deserved another chance. Sorry, 5K. 5K. Mm. Um, okay, I think it's going to be, um, 14, oh, oh, eight. Oh, hang on, hang on. I've got a good one for that. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. What was it? 14. 45. Oh, pretty close though. Pretty close. Pretty close. If, if you were, you know, within 10 minutes, just. <laughs> <laughs> you 
weren't the first time. <laughs> I was not the first time. Oh my god! No, you were tired. I, I was thinking about her doing the. Um, uh, and she's got the, the 10k as well. It was the Vitality 10k. I was thinking yeah. about her time there. I was just being a doofus. Right. Okay. 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 Next one. Next one. Okay. I like that. Question two. Question two. We're I love going this. to <gasps> Cornwall and Keys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Is the difference between a? This is an essay question. Mm, oh gosh. You know, okay. It's a paragraph question potentially. Okay. Okay. What is yeah. the difference? Between aerobic and anaerobic oh running slash exercise. S and Eamon, Gonville and Thank Keys. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, okay, so I think that oh no, this is so hard. Um mm-hmm. uh, this one's uh, really hard. It is I had to hard. Look it up. Do, does it include the word lactate? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not 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 as a verb. No, so as a um, verb. Yeah. Good. Um, so aerobic. Basically, aerobic is slower, and anaerobic is faster. So your anaerobic anaerobic exercise is using your lactic something. And aerobic isn't. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay, give me a kind of noise. <laughs> oh, kind of noise. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've got one. I'll try this. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's, that that's a theme tune. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try, I'll try Hang on, what's this one? There you go. Okay, yeah, that's good, actually. Okay. So you were kind of there. Oh. It, it's to, it is to do with lactic acid, yeah. but aerobic exercise or running in this instance is more sustainable in that you can do it for quite a long period of time because it, it's not pushing yourself to the extent that you are still allowing a sufficient amount of oxygen to, I don't know if it goes to your muscles actually, but for your muscles at least to mm-hmm. not build up too much lactic acid. Gotcha. But anaerobic exercise or running is at a level of intensity when there isn't sufficient oxygen delivery. And so that's when the lactic acid builds up as a result. So you can obviously do that for periods of time, but it's not sustainable for long distances. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you five points for that. Oh, thanks. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Are you ready? Fancy another one? Yes, please. I love this. I do too. So, <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. No, I'm just going to go straight over the question. What okay. is the IOC? Oh, my God. IOC? Yeah. What is the IOC? Boo! Um, you, you can still think about it for a bit longer. That was am, much quicker than on countdown. The IOC. Yes. Shall I give you a bit of a clue? Yes, because please. this one isn't necessarily exclusive to running, and it's not. A, it's not a. It's not an acronym for a technique or anything. This is. Okay a body that lots of people will probably be aware of 
um, though they might not necessarily know what it's called specifically. Um, uh-huh. And it's not just for running. Oh. The IOC. Is, is it Institute of something? It's no, it's, it's not. not. That, it, that part it, comes at the end, if that makes sense. Oh, the equivalent of Institute is at the end. Okay, I have no idea. Hang on a sec. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Sound. Oh, there we are. Yeah, it's the International Olympic Committee. <gasps> of course, it is. I oh, know. God's sake. Oh, don't worry. So frustrating. Isn't so it? frustrating. Yeah, but yeah. Would you like to know? Uh, not quite halfway through the quiz, what the scores are on the doors, yes, Georgie yes, doors? Yes, okay. Please. So far, yes. As the only contestant, Esther That's Neiman, yeah. has fifteen points. <gasps> <laughs> Yay! Oh, <laughs> okay, you are winning. Okay. Thank um, you. Next question. I yeah. had no idea. To, I know that's not what Paxman would say, but I had <laughs> no idea what this was until I looked it up. What is yes a last? Oh, I know. Oh, hang on. <gasps> oh, bloody phone. Esther Neiman, Manchester what? University. Oh, blimey, that is... Sorry, that sounds I'm making like, That sounds like a good one. Um, um, a last is the... Um, it's like a, a mould that you make your shoe from. It's a mould in the shape of a foot that you make the shoe around. Traditionally, as well, always male, these things. I'm yeah. giving you 25 points for that answer. Thank you! Excellent, oh completely correct plus extra bonus points. Women's running quiz. (laughs) Oh, I wish everyone could see how happy my little jolly face is. I know, she's so jolly about (laughs) this. That was excellent. I'm very impressed that you knew that. I had no idea. That was news to me. Oh, this is a great quiz. I love this. (laughs) How many questions have I got left? You've still got four questions and one of, oh no, you've got three, but one of them's got a couple of bonus extra questions off the top of it. So all together, maybe five. Fab. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. This one's a cheeky one and I've thrown it in there. I'd never heard of it, but I've thrown it in there because I thought it would make you laugh. What is LSD? Oh, I can't ring my dinger. No, you can play some sort of psychedelic music or something to answer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, it's a couple of things. It's a famous Beatles song. Yeah, it is a psychotropic drug, but it's not in the spirit of this. Yeah, in the spirit running, of this quiz, um, is it? It's long, long something. Long, long. is correct. Five points for long. <laughs> oh, she's so kind. She's so kind. LSD, long. Oh, I, I don't have an audience to ask. Long something distance. You, you've got long and distance. Long, long, slow distance. That is on the money. Shit! Long, oh slow God. distance. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so happy about that. 
You. you get 15 oh, points for that. Ah, oh, cheers, Hull. <laughs> I don't know how many points you got. I reckon you've now you've probably got about 55 points. God, now. that's good, isn't it? That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <gasps> that's pretty good. Okay. Right. Go on. Next do me another question. One. Yep. This is another slight essay question. Oh, no, actually, I don't know. I think this can be summed up quite quickly. Okay. Why, Esther Newman, oh. is a marathon... 26.2 miles. Oh, shit. I don't know that. Um, well, maybe the, uh, another way to rephrase the question is, what what was that original distance? Yeah. Why why did it become 26.2? It was, so so is, that, is that historically because of the chap? Was he actually called Marathon? Um, the, something the chap, was called Marathon. Something was called Marathon. But it's a distance in Greece mm-hmm. between two points. One of them is... Athens, maybe. Yes. Um, one of them and, is Athens, and the other one is somewhere else. The other one is easier to guess than you would think. The other one's called Marathon. Yeah, right there we go. Um, <laughs> and someone ran it. Yes. Um, to deliver some news or something, or yes. to yeah, uh, You're doing it was so well. Oh, thanks. Um, <sighs> it was a chap. He did it. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's as far as I can get. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I'm giving you a definitely ten points for that. Fifteen mm. points, maybe even, because the bonus point was going to be yeah. Why did the bloke run from Athens to from Marathon to Athens? It was to live some news. Yeah, it was a Greek victory over Persians. Oh, yeah, over a Persian invasion. Extra final chance for a bonus point. What happened yeah. to the bloke when he got to Athens? Did he die? He collapsed and died. Classic oh. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, you got 20 points for Yay! that round. Oh my goodness me. I need some more. I need, I need a different noise. Shall I, shall I have this one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Final question. Oh. oh. Boo. How many running shoes are sold each year worldwide and this is just to the you know to the to the oh average, my to the average number it's it doesn't have to be a specific a specific amount so but how many average, running shoes are sold worldwide yes ev- every year yes <gasps> we're not like brand specific we're no, not just general how many people are buying running shoes every year yeah, well, but that's not how many not people. It's not how many people. It's how many running shoes are people buying a year. Yeah. Oh my Altogether, god. Everyone in the world. Ah. Uh, uh, I mean, that's got to be. I mean, it, it's got to be billions, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, ten billion. A billion. But oh, oh. still in the billions. In the so billions. I'm going to give you five points because you got in the billions. Oh, you're so kind. So, would you like to hear your overall scores on the doors? Oh, I would. I would. Thank you very much. Yeah, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. As the Newman and the Women's Running Quiz, you have achieved 80 points. Hang on. To the audience, what? what do you think of that? What do you think of that? What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that! Well done, oh. you smashed it. Ah, oh, cheers, Hull. That was you great. Know, I, I thought that I, I thought I did a mix. 
I love I the mix. mix. I thought you, you I love some that. of the ones that I thought were going to be the really tricky ones. I would never, I like that because I, because the, the ones I asked you on your quiz were all like, you know, terms and things. But I, yeah, oh, this is, this is, this, this could run and run. I right? know. If anyone <gasps> wants to come on the podcast and come on the quiz, oh, I yeah. consulted Esther about that. I, I think I just said that. I think we probably did say it last time. Yeah, I would love to have people come and do the quiz. Oh, my God. Should we just do a quiz show? Should we do a quiz show? (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely, I'm going to ask, well, also, if there's anyone that anyone thinks we should get on to ask them questions, like... What's Not the Michelle World Obama. Record? We once said, "Who would you like us to have on the pod?" And somebody said, "Michelle Obama." <laughs> give us a give us a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give us a break. Yeah, I mean, no, that's not going to happen, is it? Um, but you know, I'm sure there's some other people. Um, but we could, like, for instance, we could go back through the people that we've had on the podcast before and ask mm-hmm. them very nicely if, if, if they, they would to like come on and do the quiz. To come on and do the quiz. Oh, I bet Anna from the Running Channel would love to come and do. Oh, the quiz. she would do it. I know she'd be. She up says for she it. wants to do the quiz. Oh, she'd do, I... she'd do really well though. She would I'll do really well. I'll start a leaderboard. And yes, we can see how people compare. Do you remember how many points I had last week? I have to listen back. You had something like seventy-three. I think I did. So I think you are top random. of the leaderboard at the moment. I know. Maybe we have to get more strict with how we give the points because I was just sort of giving them out Let when I felt strict. like it. Let's do this. Let's but do maybe it. that's part of the charm. Maybe we yeah. don't make it strict. Maybe we do just give out points to whoever we like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, and I tell you what, Anna McNuff, she'd do it. She'd probably do it. She'd do it. Anyone yeah. else you'd love to see do the quiz? Let yeah. us know because I I think we should make this happen. I think we should definitely make it happen. <gasps> and we might <gasps> even ask Dave to actually put music in properly. Oh, maybe do. again, it's part. Is it part of the charm? The most chaotic quiz to ever (laughs) exist. And if you win, you get to go to the Isle of Fernando's. I don't even know what that is. That's on. Do you remember um, on, uh, what was that quiz show where they turned the lights on and off with Paddy McGuinness? Someone would come down a lift and... Oh, it was the dating Yeah, the dating thing. And if they won, they got to go to the Isle of Fernando's, which I think was maybe just like somewhere in Spain that they made up. Isle of Fernando's. It was like Benidorm. Doesn't, no. doesn't sound great, does it? No, it doesn't. The, no. the Isle of Fernando's. That's where they'd go. <laughs> and they'd I have a the- date, they'd have an argument, and then they'd never see each other again. See, and like back in like my my quiz show history, if we talk about something similar, if we talk about blind date, yeah. like, I mean, they'd be lucky to get an afternoon in Blackpool. But I can believe that, that they flew them to the Isle of Fernando's. That is, that's pretty, that's pretty good going, isn't it? I know. I know. <sighs> and there were several people every episode. The, maybe the Isle of Fernando's was black. What? what? I don't know why I'm whispering up? in case Paddy McGuinness overhears and gets upset. What? Do you think it was made up and it was actually somewhere near Margate? I think it was definitely made up. Right. I'm really sorry to do this right now, but I have to look up where was the Isle of Fernando's. Because that does sound like it's something it's based on a popular high street food chain i know it? the isle of fernando's <laughs> it was in tenerife oh okay all right so uh 
it does exist and better yeah. than the blind date holidays. Definitely better than the blind date holidays. Yeah, they were they were shocking, I think. I think there were one or two that would be exotic, but mostly it was like you're gonna go to Walton Towers or something. Yeah. To be honest, I think I'd prefer that. Can you imagine if you meet some random person, all you know about them is the answer to three questions or whatever the quiz yeah. or whatever the format is, and then um, they're like, now you've got to go to Tenerife with them. Yeah, that'd Ugh. be awful, wouldn't it? I don't, I don't even know whether I'd want to do that with many people that I like. Uh, no spontaneously go to Tenerife I was going to say exactly the same thing I wouldn't want to do it with someone that I knew extremely well I still would go away I know and then they had to do things like snorkeling or scuba diving or with someone that they'd never met before I wouldn't want to put a bikini on in front of no and it was obviously my mirror oh my the last of their problems it was all on national telly (gasps) yeah not not for me I wouldn't have been take me out Take that's me out. Called. That's what it I wouldn't was called, have yeah. been on. Wouldn't have liked to have been on. Take me out. No. What mm. quiz show would you have liked to have been on? Okay. Good question. Mm. I would have liked to be on. I think one that I. Oh, it's tricky. It's tricky. I've always kind of wanted to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yes. Good I one. Do yeah. That, that would yeah. be great. Very dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And. I could, you know, maybe I'd get someone coughing in the audience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the pressure, pressure would be quite high. The though, pressure would it? be very high. And yeah. I have, you know, whenever I sit at home and watch it, I don't usually get past, you know, 16,000 or something. Yeah. And that's if I'm yeah. lucky. And I'd have used all of my lifelines by then. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't not yeah, 16K. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still take it. Yeah. Um, but now it's Jeremy Clarkson who hosts. And I do find him just so intensely irritating. So yeah, I don't know whether I'd do it with Clarkson. I think maybe, you would maybe have done it Mastermind. With I would, yeah, I would have done it with Taryn. Mm. I, I, um, I think <laughs> <laughs> I quite like to do Mastermind because you can do a specialist subject. And I do drag queens. I think that would be an ideal specialist subject yeah. for you. I don't know what about what my... you. What about you? What would your specialist subject be? And moreover, what what quiz would you like to be on? I I I have thought about this mm. a lot, and I don't think I have a specialist subject. I can't think of anything that I know well enough that Magnus Magnuson could ask me ten very random questions about that I would get right. Yeah, I just can't think. I mean. I, well, I think I, you did pretty well in that quiz. No, I don't think I know because he'd asked me something very specific and hard. Mm. And I, I just, I think I have really kind of broad, low level shit knowledge about you some need, You things. need that for round two. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe mm. we can team up. Do, do, maybe. Uh, maybe. I'm never, never good enough to like win a quiz or anything like that. You know, like, not like no, a pop quiz or anything. I don't so, know who so I'm kidding. In the spirit of that, I think actually probably the one quiz show I could go on where I think I would stand a chance of winning anything would be Blankety Blank. Yeah, I quite like the idea of something a bit more yeah. sort of slightly frivolous like that tipping yeah. point with the coins. <clears throat> Have you ever watched that? watched that? That's too modern for me. It's, it's very daytime mm. telly yeah, as well. No, yeah, blanky yeah. blank. Or um, what was the other one around? Oh, that? do you remember the one where things would appear on the screen? Catch 
catchphrase. I was about to think about that. That one was the best. Yeah, let's go on that. Is that still around? That one was so good. (laughs) And it would be, they were silly cartoons. Like it would be a little funny word doing something. Oh, it's, it was it was really bad. But to be it fair, was rubbish, it was I, so I was quite bad at that as well. So you know yeah, that I kind don't of think set, I was very good. You know the, the sort of kind of say what you see thing, and you'd be like, uh, yeah, bucket, worm, grass. I, don't, I just yeah, yeah, you did, so, and then it would be like I don't know, kick the bucket with you, yeah, or yeah. something. And it's like, oh, Sake. Yeah, I think it was called catchphrase. It was called catchphrase. Yeah. My granny, yeah. and this is such a half-assed story because I have to ask my mum what she actually what what quiz show it was. But yeah. my granny won a quiz, a televised quiz oh. show. I know. And really? Yeah. I just remembered. So did my year five English teacher. He won the Weakest Link. No. I know Johnny Harris. If he's listening, I don't think he is. But if anyone who's in my year five class is listening, oh. remember when Mr. Harris won the weakest link. The weakest link. See, I'd love to do the weakest link because I'm. What, I, oh, we watched it when Ramesh was doing it at Christmas. Oh, yes, the celebrity one. That's always yeah. funny because they don't know anything. They're Anton rubbish. Dubeck was rubbish. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they don't say bank. And so I'm constantly going, just bank. bank. <laughs> <laughs> The weakest link actually was a classic. I, yeah, I really I love used that. to enjoy the weakest link. I, yeah, I like that one. That was yeah. good. Yeah, kudos to Anne Robinson for sure. Yeah, Anne Robinson was was excellent. Yeah. She had a twinkle <laughs> in her eye, but she, she you, did. you didn't fuck with her. You, yeah, exactly. I loved the little wink at the end. It was um, it was actually more warming than. Paxo saying, you know, it's good night from them and it's good night from me. Oh, and he, no, he never, I'm sorry. He He's quite so slimy. Up. No, <laughs> he was a cold, cold man. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like Paxman. I hate the way he he just makes them feel like idiots. And... Well, the sort of, oh, my God, no, it's Abyssinia. That yeah, kind of, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Have you seen the guy on University <laughs> Challenge who goes, Hapax Slagomenon? <laughs> have you seen that video i'm gonna send it to you it's the correct answer <laughs> no but he just it's so funny and he realizes as he says it but how does he know that it's so funny <laughs> and everybody's shocked oh i've frozen I've... this is a bit of a cursed podcast oh you haven't not to me you haven't oh, no. Okay, good, good, good. Sorry, scratch that. Not a cursed podcast. It's not a cursed podcast. It's been the funnest one ever. (laughs) I know. Did you love it? I loved it when you did the quiz for me. I hope you loved it too. I absolutely loved it. So I'm going to do another one for you while we're waiting for other guests. I don't have one now. I do not have any questions to ask you. Um, I was going to end Mm -hmm. very quickly by saying, um, um, oh, it's kind of it's it's absolutely nothing to do what we've just been talking about. It's nothing to do with quiz shows. It's nothing Mm -hmm. to do with. It's actually nothing to do with running, but I do have a little injury. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's bad news. Wow. I thought I'd I, I share e-news because I want to know if anyone else can um, enlighten me slightly because I can't be asked to go to a physio because it's in my mm-hmm. arm. So it's, um, yeah, so that's why I know it's not running related. <laughs> um, it's my upper arm. And for the purposes of Holly, it hurts when I do that. Okay. She's doing a, a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah half, half walk oh, um well, so when i raise you know my arm you know what um you know a 
a comedy doctor or my dad would say don't do that we oh, don't do that then yeah but well, you know surprisingly, can't be helped sometimes can't be helped no <laughs> I'm constantly reaching above my head for packets of pasta and mm. cups and but that where I've picked it up will probably be boot camp so it's going to be something that I've done do you think it, it, does it feel shouldery or no no it doesn't feel shouldery it feels very much um tricepy actually tricepy okay yeah, maybe, maybe you've got to be specific hold a bit of it. how long has it been sore quite a long time like three weeks I've been oh, ignoring no. it I was going to say a lovely, easy answer is I'll see if it's still sore in a week. And yeah, but it's if it's been three, <sighs> maybe. It, well, it yes. Is- Let's first consult the women's running listeners. Yes, please, please, please help. Yeah, if, if you've had a sore tricep. Yeah, because it doesn't. You it doesn't hurt, hurt to some compensation. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't. It doesn't like super, super, super hurt. But I, I definitely can't do a shoulder press. Which is a bit annoying. Yeah, we do quite a lot of things like that with kettlebells and stuff at boot camp, and I'm worried that I'm going to end up with one Hulk arm and one pathetic. Esther, maybe this arm. all ties into your theory of over overtraining. overtraining. Maybe yeah. all you need to do is one because you do two boot camps a week, don't you? I do. Maybe do one a week for the next little while and see how it goes. Do I just and need to if back that the fuck off? Doesn't work for a couple of weeks. Then, then it might not be that, but maybe, maybe just try and see if it might be an overtraining thing. Maybe it's just extreme noms oh. that you're you're really knackered. Oh my god, I, I can't. Do you know? I can't actually imagine cutting back. That's awful, isn't it? Because you love it, sort of. <laughs> I think it's a control thing. Maybe I it's can't. A I literally can't imagine doing less than I do. I I, I don't know what would happen to me or mm. to the world if I didn't. But it doesn't feel as though I. Sh- I don't know. I suppose it might feel like you would lose fitness, and that's a bit scary because you're yeah. doing a marathon and you're very fit, and it's it's nice to be to feel like you're fit and that you can do things. But you will 100 percent still be able to do things on one less boot camp week, and in fact, it might mean that you are stronger later if you if you give it a bit of a break whereas if you push yourself too much now then maybe you'll crash I don't know I'm not a scientist no but that's quite wise because that's that's what I never ever do whenever I have a tiny little niggle and the absolute sensible thing to do would be to to reduce mileage or to stop running altogether just for a little bit in order to prevent you not being able to run for like six weeks when you actually pick up a proper proper injury um I'm always the latter rather than the former. So yeah. um, uh, um I'll try and be sensible. I just try and yeah, be I've, sensible. If yeah. it does make you very, very sad to not go, then maybe just go but go a little bit gentle on anything that involves your upper body. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. More squats. Be like Debbie in that Rosemary Connolly video. I'll be Debbie. You yeah. be Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be doing the, the step change while everyone else yeah. is. Yeah, and they doing... all jump on the step change and she just very much makes just the point st- of just stepping. <laughs> we should all be more like Debbie. We I should think. all be more like Debbie. In life, as I with wonder workouts. How she's, I, I wonder what she's doing now. I might, <gasps> I might see if I can track her down. Get her on the pod. Friend of the pod, uh, Debbie. Yeah, we don't, there's not many Debbies these days, is there? No. Thank you for listening. 
do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon. And we're working hard to add more rewards for you very soon. For the price of a coffee, you'll join our gang and be the first to know. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.